NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL. Week 17, amazingly, the season goes by too fast, but we are approaching week 17 of the NFL season. Between Christmas and New Year, we're recording here on a Wednesday night. So one of the few few nights over the last week or so where there is no football, so it seemed like a perfect opportunity to record. We hope all our listeners had a great holiday, enjoyed the games. Um, a lot of fun action to go over. It's your three-man booth, as usual. John Sr., how goes it? Great. Very blessed, very blessed. All right. Um, I guess we'll start things off, as we do, with our with our check-in on the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> so, oh, boy. Senior, um, senior, you know, had a, had a heck of a monologue last week which is direct shots fired at at pittsburgh and they came out mason rudolph i don't know where you know what what happened to him over the last couple of years that he hasn't played but he certainly looked like their most competent quarterback to have taken a snap this season they come out and just lay the smack down on cincinnati george pickens who very talented receiver who had done pretty much nothing all year goes completely crazy. The defense plays well. And it was just a thorough, thorough beatdown by the Steelers. So like I did last week, I think it's only fair to turn it over to Senior. And Senior, give us your thoughts. Thanks a lot. You know, I I would have much rather started uh, talking about another team that won from the Northeast. But we'll let that slide. I agree. I kind of deserve this, I guess. My only explanation for the for how this happened with all my Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer being (laughs) the Christmas gift and everything else is I can only attribute it to a Christmas miracle. They say they happen. Rudolph playing like Joe Montana. The Steelers playing a great game. Pickens, this is is the one that kind of defies the spirit of Christmas where – Really, when you, you know, you look at the true spirit and the stuff that Pickens said last week, he didn't deserve a Christmas miracle. He deserved coal in his stocking. And I can look at this as this is going to go the way of now Pickens finds his way to be a total diva receiver, and which is the position where we have the divas, right? Like he has the last laugh, like. Like, do you guys really, do you guys really want me to possibly get hurt blocking when I can do this as a receiver? We, we can't have that. So that's, that's just a really bad thing. And okay, I'm going to act like I lost a bet, even though I didn't make any such bet. You guys saw this little thing in our chat at the end of the game. And I'm going to end this little one by singing it. Oh, how the reindeer loved him as they shouted out with glee. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you beat Cincinnati. Who laid an actual egg to and Jake the snake looks like he's come back to earth. Um, anyway, that's it. The Steelers won, but I will, I will still predict their demise and say the streak still ends this year. And my chant this week will be, Gino, Gino, Gino. 
Th- thank you, senior. So I, I, I think the senior monologue at the beginning of this week in the NFL is gaining cult status, similar to Jerry's final thought. Am I right, John? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so senior alluded to it. The Steelers have a tough road ahead, but you don't know how tough it is, right? So they're at Seattle. And then they're at Baltimore. So obviously at Baltimore, very, very tough game. Based on how things shake out this week, there's a pretty decent chance that Baltimore is playing for zero in that game, which sets up an intriguing, if Pittsburgh does beat the Seahawks, and given the rivalry between the Ravens and the Steelers, it sets up a real interesting um, choice for, for John Harbaugh. Do you go all out to knock the Steelers <laughs> out of the playoffs, or or do you play the backups and let them in? It's a very very fun. So Tomlin streak. They just need to go. They need to go one and two in these last two games in order to keep the streak alive. Really, a season saving win for the Steelers out of nowhere. And I think Tim said it. Tim Slomka, one of our loyal listeners, that. It wouldn't surprise me if Senior's monologue was played in the locker room <laughs> before the before the game because they really came out with more fire and more fight and than they had all season. By far the best that team has looked all season. And it was in a big spot. So kudos to you, Pittsburgh. Um the other big news um just breaking today, um Senior alluded to the game, so we can talk about the game first. Sunday night football matchup between powerhouses. We had the the Patriots heading to Denver to play the Broncos. Um, Big game for the Broncos, who are very, very much alive in the playoff chase. And the Patriots come away with a victory. Um, they, They were up 16. They let Russ Cook come back and tie it. And then... I mean, senior again. This is another guy that seniors that's on the senior hit list, Sean Payton. <laughs> so twenty three, twenty three. Denver has all the momentum. Patriots go three and out, kick it to Denver. The patch defense stands up, and Denver goes three and out without killing essentially really any time. Right. So there's about a minute left when the when Denver punts to New England. The Patriots get the ball and look very content to let this thing go to overtime. Two handoffs in a row on first and second down. Sean Payton calls timeouts after each handoff in an effort to get the ball back to try to win it in regulation. On third down, Bailey Zappi goes back, closes his eyes, and chucks one up to Devontae Parker. (laughs) Devontae Parker comes down with it. There's another five or six yard completion, which sets up Chad Ryland. Chad Ryland, the worst kicker in the NFL, who had who on a 40 yard field goal earlier in this game missed the net, which you don't see every day. Missed the net on a 40 yard field goal. Doinked an extra extra point. Doinked an extra point. So what happens? Right down the middle from 56 yards. Never a doubt. Sean Payton kind of outsmarted himself there. And today, 
Denver's in the news again. Um, they are, they are going to Jared Stidham. And there's been like multiple leaks coming out of Denver. One saying it's a football decision, right? And which I don't think is true. And then the obvious one is Russell Wilson has a big, big injury kicker in his contract. It's, it sounds like they, they maybe approached him about removing that a few weeks ago and he, he scoffed at that. And so he's being benched for financial reasons. And I don't think Russ has been great this year, but when you look around the league at some of the just hideous quarterback play that we've seen, he certainly hasn't been, hasn't been bad. And they are still mathematically alive in the playoffs. So this is a real, you know, bold, bold, I guess, bold move by Peyton, but obviously they're moving on from Russ so John, first, what do you, what do you think of the move? Would you have, would you have waited to be mathematically eliminated, or is it, you know, you, that that risk of injury is too high? Yeah, they're obviously uh, pl- they're planning ahead for uh, 2025 uh, with because uh, if uh, if Russell's uh, if they don't cut him by th- three by uh, March 17th, then. Uh, they're they're on the hook for 37 million in 2025. So Sean Payton's playing the long game. Uh, he, he 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 know he knows what what he's got with with his team. That they, that even if they they make a you know a wild card of first round, they're probably probably one and out. So they're definitely playing a long game. It's his chance to get off of that money. They're still gonna have to eat 35 million uh, next year. But like you said, if uh, if if he's not healthy and, and can't pass the physical, then they're on the hook for him for for twenty five too. So it's uh it's definitely and and old uh, Stidham is uh, uh Quidham Stidham. Uh, he, he was the he's the one that replaced a car last year with uh, <laughs> with Vegas. It was the same situation where where they where they had to stop playing him. So you know, when uh, when you make the Jared Stidham your quarterback, uh, you know your season's over. And uh, it's uh. <laughs> You know, everybody talks about you know tanking and stuff. That this is where the ugly part of the you know of the business is. If you're if you're like a Broncos fan, you're going to the game Sunday. You're taking your kids. You just want to see your team win. You, you know, but instead you have to explain to your to your kid who's at, you know asking how come Russell isn't playing or you know an eight or ten year old kid who just wants to see the Broncos win, and you have to explain to him that all oh, the you know they don't want to pay him in two years and all that stuff that uh, you know a young kid doesn't doesn't care about or understand it just wants to see his team win so it's the it's the ugly part of the game but uh, it's it's probably the best move uh, if you Sean Payton it's, yeah it'll and so I mean if you are going to that game and you bought your tickets early in the year it's a little bit of it's a little bit deflating that um, Herbert versus Wilson has turned into Stick versus Stidham. <laughs> in a bit, <laughs> Stidham versus uh, Ethan Stick. Stick, yeah. Stick coming <laughs> off coming off a pretty good performance, um, but uh, it's it 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 it, it, it is tough. And senior, pretty encouraging performance by the Patriots. I know, I know. It, you know, you and I, you and I talked about this, and I, I, I know maybe I'm supposed to root for my team to lose. But I don't we have it in do me. No, I don't, have, don't have that losing mentality. In some ways, kind of na- like if if Bill is still in charge, narrowing down the narrowing down the list a little might not be the worst thing. Yeah, well, you know, if if as a Pat fan, 
I don't think we, any of us feel like they have to fix the defense in any way, right? We've talked about the two key guys being out and the defense still playing good and, you know, like another star really, really starting to emerge on the defense in Barmore. He lived in the backfield that whole game. The two things that have been disappointing this year have been the offense and the special team. And our teams, Patriots, known through their good years for always good special team play. It's been a horror this year. Well, the special teams got them a touchdown on that kickoff return recovery and won the game with a 56-yard field goal. So a bright day for the special teams. That's really something nice to see. Always nice to win. Zappi played Played a good game, right? 25 for 33. Made a big play at the end that you alluded to. <sighs> you know, you don't want to get overly optimistic because there's still a, they still have a lot to fix. There's, you know, it's it's not going to be that easy. But nice to win no matter what. These people that, you know, you know fans, Roger, that are from some organizations that every year they're rooting for the draft pick. It's a freaking loser's mentality. <laughs> I'm I'm going to watch my team play. I'm cheering for them to win. I want them to win. Of course you want them to win. Then you get a higher draft pick, and who's to say, like, the patch dropped from two to four if the draft were now because of that win. Who's to say the guy you get at four isn't going to be better than the guy you would have gotten it to? It happens a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a, that's a small, small slice, right? It's a couple of picks. Who knows? You want to win. You want to win, and... You know they want to win. You know Bill wants to win. On to the next game, you know. But it, it was sweet, and it was sweet putting pretty much, it, it really did put pretty much an end to any realistic playoff hopes for Peyton. So I take some satisfaction in that. I take some satisfaction that they, if they would have lost that game to the Steelers, the Steelers right now would be look, looking at, would be looking like, you know, real good chance of being a playoff team. So, so they, they drove a spike into those turkeys too. So, you know, you got to have something, you root for your team to win and you take the positive that you can out of it. I'm not a negative Nancy. I can't be all down on my team all the time. It's great to win. It's, it's been a rough season. We're going to enjoy the positives, right? It was a good game. It's awesome. And seeing now this all lists with Denver, Every, we all know it's it's all a financial decision. I completely agree with that. And somebody's going to be able to get Russell Wilson on the cheap. When just two years ago, even though you know, I mean, I mean before the, you know, he was com, coming off of a bad, bad season, and Denver was willing to give a lot to get him, which hasn't worked out well for them, <laughs> to say the least. And you know, that yeah, I'm hearing things that he's never been. A Sean Payton's offense kind of guy. Payton likes the ball to come out quick. He doesn't. He doesn't like all this improvisation. Which, when you think of his offenses with Drew Blue, Drew Brees, right? The off the ball. The ball always came out quick. That was the way Drew played. And then what we talked about last week about Payton just undressing him on the sideline. I thought that that was just a bad look to do that to a veteran quarterback. And now. And now this, and now who knows where Russ is going, you know, let's ride has turned into a joke. And, and it's, I, never, it's and, not a joke to us, senior. Yeah, okay, that's it's right. The mantra. And, and, and they're not, a, I, I still say they're not a playoff team. And my, uh, my little parallel to let's ride, let's roar. 
just won their first division title and is going to host a, a playoff game for the first time in 30 years when it was Wayne Fonts and Barry Sanders. So kudos to the Lions. That's a segue for you. Uh, it's pretty it awesome, is. It is. I do. I'm going to take great, a second. Great stuff, isn't it? Take a second on Russ. Um, I mean, I think there are a number of teams that would be that would be happy to have him. Um, I think the Patriots is a possibility, honestly. If if the Patriots draft a young guy to have Russ come in as the bridge quarterback, especially if Belichick stays, right? Then you know they're they're trying to win. Yeah, anything's possible. And I mean, if if Sean Payton's looking for a guy who gets the ball out quick. I mean, Mac Jones is going to be available. The ball's out, the ball's out quick. I mean, it is. Right? Uh, I actually heard some commentary today, and this, you know, this is watching like the NFL Network guys saying that Sean's going to be happy next week because it's got, their, their offense is going to look like his offense. Stidham plays his style. He likes Stidham. We'll see. Stidham is one of the higher paid backups in the league. Yeah, so and I mean, it's to show what he can do. Okay. Well, it is, I mean, it's a real nice spot for Stidham against the hideous Chargers defense at home. I mean, if he doesn't play good, that's another bad signing because it's the it's about the easiest matchup you can have. So other than the commandos. Yeah, that's that's the, the worst, worst defense in football right now. But we, I mean, I know you, you did talk about Detroit senior. So Detroit getting the win against Minnesota, um, not super impressive. And I hate to say that, and I'm not trying to piss on the campfire, but no, I agree. Nick Mullins threw four picks and Minnesota still had a chance like to win the game. Well, yeah. What you alluded to Raj last week when, when you picked Minnesota to win the game was that you said they were going to win because Justin Jefferson was going to put the, the old Superman cape on. Well, he did. He made it. He had like 148 yards on six receptions, but a couple of them were two of the most unbelievable plays you'll see. Right. Couldn't overcome the turnovers. So nice uh, win for Detroit. They are, they, they, they are playing on Saturday. The only game on Saturday, one of the games of the week, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, coming off a weird 22-20 loss to Miami, a game I thought was going to be a little more high-scoring than this. I wasn't, like, overly impressed with either team. And it's, you know, just in general, John, like, especially after the way the Niners looked, like, can you remember a year where, I mean, I, I suppose Baltimore is the t- is a team you can trust, but I don't I don't know that I I fully trust them either. Is there one team in the league that you trust to go out there and play and play, and play a good game, uh, it, or is it? It's really like every every game's like this ridiculous dice roll. Like any like literally anything can happen, which makes our job well you know I'm job I use the term loosely um, as analysts <laughs> difficult, right? Yeah, definitely not, especially. Yeah, it appears the the Ravens uh, peaking at the right time going to be the heavy favorites. But you know you got to go with uh you know uh, hate to you hate to be it. It's it's only a short uh you know it's only it's only four games for playoff Lamar only one and three in the playoffs. Not not too impressive. So if you're a Ravens uh, hater, you could you could uh, call that out and bank on that. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, and I mean, would it really be that big of a surprise if Miami went in there and won this Sunday? I don't think so. Right. I would think it would just kind of be par for the course that whoever whoever the whoever the hot team is who's supposed to be bet best, that's who loses. Because senior, the Niners played horrible. I mean, it's I mean, just and really, really surprised me. Right. Like, I mean, I really and we've talked about it on the show. And I, I mean, I, I was a believer and I think it was tough not to be a believer. Like the only times they had looked bad were when Debo and Trent Williams weren't playing. They're at home. Obviously, it's a big game, right? Because everybody's calling it a Super Bowl preview. And I mean, they laid a monstrous egg, both, both sides of the ball. Baltimore just did whatever they wanted on offense. Um, Lamar carved them up. They're running game, which isn't even that good, was 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 working. And then defensively, Baltimore made his first time all year, but made Purdy look like Mr. Irrelevant. I mean, he was terrible the whole game. And I put this in the chat, but I mean, he was like they were they they had already put the B and the R and the O and the C on the MVP trophy. And now he has no chance to win it. None. I don't think there's anything he could do over the last two weeks of the season that gets him the MVP. I think it's done all on one performance. So I know you're you're also you've been a big backer of the Niners. But what did you see out there? Just a bad day at the office or something deeper? I'd like to think that that's what it was. They just they just laid an egg. I guess I don't, maybe it's one of those things where anybody can have a bad game. And if you're a Niner fan, you're saying. I'm glad they got it out of their system before the playoffs. You got to try to kind of look at it that way, I guess. Better to lay an egg now than two weeks from now, three weeks from now, whatever. Because it's inexplicable. They did. They played an awful game from start to finish. They didn't look like the Niners. I can't explain it. <laughs> it's a, and and it, and it's it has been a crazy year. And already most of the experts are calling this that and. They still, we still believe in the Niners, and they're all saying, you know, like I saw the big swagoo today, who who I respect his opinion, and he said, we're still headed for a Niners-Ravens Super Bowl. We're going to see that game again. But as you said, Raj, the way this year's gone, I wouldn't be, sh- I wouldn't be shocked at anything. I wouldn't be shocked if we go for a, we see a Buffalo Bills Lions Super Bowl. You know. Literally it's anything a, can happen. Yeah, yeah. It's from week to week, the NFL, you know, and they used to talk. You don't hear this so much anymore, but uh, years ago, you know, if you go back like 10 years ago, the talk was that the end, the end, and true, they were making rules to do it at, any, at anything. The NFL was looking for parity, and they're looking to keep a lot of teams involved, keep the excitement. Well, they the, got the whole league, the whole, their goal was for the whole league to go eight and eight. Yeah, well, they got <laughs> they got as close to parity as you're going to get. I mean, of course, there's some bad teams, but I mean, it's 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 it's, it's as unpredictable as any anything I've ever seen in in football. The NFL from week to week right now. So I guess it's fun. It really is fun. You really think you you really think you figured it out sometimes, like with the Niners, right? We got it. This this team is a machine. They're different. The rest of the league. Teams are on and off. They had that three-game losing streak, but we're explaining it away with those two injuries. And then they go and play a game like this. And I know the Ravens are real good. Don't get me wrong, but but the Niners looked awful. 
So. Yeah, and 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 then the other team, you just said that the Bills, the yeah, Bills are hot. Black, the Bill, won. the Bills are the best team in the AFC. Yeah. They, I mean, they gave, they should have lost to who? What I think right now is the worst is the worst team in football. I think they're worse than like Carolina or the Pats. Like the Chargers with stick at quarterback and no Keenan Allen came out and, and really should have won the game. Like, I mean, the, the, the bills barely hung on to beat that team. Uh, so that's, I mean, what kind of confidence can you have in them? No, that's what, well, it's kind of how you and a lot of people I've heard tag the bills, right? You're not surprised if they beat the best team in football and you're not surprised if they lose to the worst, they which are, is a tough, it's a, it's a the it, ultimate it, trick or treat team. I mean, they really are good enough to make a run. There's no doubt. They're scary. They're they're that team you don't want to play in the playoffs if if you're a big favorite, right? If you're the Ravens, do you really want the Bills to come in and the you know the first team you see? No way, right? But yet they could lose to stick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So let's do a little predicting here, guys. Um, Detroit at Dallas, John, Saturday, eight fifteen p.m. Who do you got? Uh, I'm going with them boys. Uh... Some type of uh, home, uh, that, that just a ridiculous home in a way, uh, a quality of play with with, with Dallas. Uh, although they hung in there versus Miami, uh, that, that that play was so so huge at the beginning of the of the game where they they got the running back had his had his feet in past the goal line and he got stopped at like the one inch and then. You know, the next play just getting a little too cute. You hand it off to to like a fullback who's not used to handling the ball, whether it was his fault or Prescott, and and, and that turned out to be you know, to, to to be a big play when they only lost uh, by by a, by a field goal. So, but uh, at at home it's a different story. They they have everything rolling, and uh, at the Lions, uh, you you guys said it. Even though even though they they uh, clinched that division, everything that defense is. Uh, Giving up 400 yards to, to to Nick Mullins, and you know you can't really say that they, they you know you you give him credit for forcing all the turnovers, but a lot of them were just uh, you know Mullins to you know to mixed in some ducks in between his 400 yards. So Lions defense is, is really I don't, I don't I don't see them going far in, in the playoffs. They they may may even get clipped in that in that big first round uh, home game that they've been uh, waiting for for 30 years. So. I'm I'm going with the the Cowboys all the way. There's really not much on the line. Both teams are kind of settled in. The, the Cowboys really don't don't have no, no any well, chance of of catching the Eagles, and, and the Lions are pretty much you know stuck. In the Cowboys aren't going to catch the Eagles, but they could. They do need to win one of these last two games in order to cinch up that that five seed. Uh, with they like the Ram, the Rams are two games back. Right. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But also the Cowboys pretty much got to buy uh, week 17. Yeah, you say that. Yeah, and then commanding performance. Yeah, yeah, so. They don't want to go into that yeah. game having to win it. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. they so. And then the Lions, I mean, the way the Eagles look, too, in the Niners. They got to be thinking to themselves, let's win out. We might be the one seed. But um, I, I also like the Cowboys in this game for the reasons you said, John, which is Cowboys offense versus Lions defense and Cowboys at home. Um, 
I think it's a, it's a real issue for the Cowboys if they lose this game. I mean, it's they're, they're talk about because no matter what you do to Washington in week 18, you're limping big time, big time, big time limping into the playoffs. And they 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 are under more pressure than most teams because of the national spotlight. They have to win this game. And to your point, John, it's not as big of a game for the Lions. The chances of the Lions catching the um, the Niners for the one seed are not are not high, right? So I like the I like Dallas here as well. Senior, yeah, okay, all good points. One, I'll, and I, I I agree that it isn't a huge game for the Lions, but don't tell them that because you know Campbell's going to have them completely fired up for this game. Um, I agree that the. Uh, the Cowboys at home, obviously, have been a different team than on the road. The Cowboys with a pass-first offense is a totally bad matchup for that Lions defense right now. The path to victory for the Lions would be the Cowboys' Achilles heel, besides the road, which they're not on the road, is their trouble stopping the run, right? And... If the Lions get that big, that offensive line does get churning and they get, they just get Gibbs and Montgomery rolling, keep Dak off the field. That's, that's the path to winning the game for the Lions. I don't see it happening, but it's possible. As we talked about, anything's possible. This wouldn't be that much of a shock if they run the ball well on the Cowboys and the Cowboys fail. John, you talking about that play? That was a great play that 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 guy made, holding Tony Pollard back from scoring that touchdown on the first drive from behind him. Incredible right. strength, but it's a for fantasy people. It's been a it's been a cry of despair <laughs> that have Pollard that he never scores from inside the five yard line this year. He just doesn't he just doesn't get the ball in the end. So. And that was the ultimate example of it. But that was a fun game. That was a really good game to watch, right? It was a, it, it was an excellent game. But anyway, yeah, I'm going to go along with you guys. Pick the Cowboys, but not, not 100% confidently. I'm, I, I, I'm watching the game. I'll be pulling for the Lions, and I think you know most of the country will, except for Cowboy fans. So there you go. So I think it's pretty obvious what Senior did there, basically. <laughs> You're, you're you're trying to put the jinx on the Cowboys. The three men no, really think they're gonna win. I really you think, think you think you win. think the Lions are gonna win this game, senior? No, I know, I know, I know. But I'll be pulling for the Lions. <laughs> That's why we had you go last on that one? All right. Um, so we we have a, b- a bunch of other real important games this week. Um, so let's just get the next one, the the big one out of the way. Miami at Baltimore. Your latest uh, game of the week, Baltimore has been, um, you know, coming off a super impressive win. Miami finally got the monkey off their back. They beat a they beat a team with a winning record. This game's in Baltimore. Baltimore clinches. Baltimore clinches the number one seed with a win. And even with a loss, I believe that they still would control their own destiny. In, in the last week of the season, I'm not 100%. No, I think I'm wrong about that because this would give the Dolphins a better winning, a better conference. Yeah, yeah, no. so, huge game for Baltimore, obviously. So both teams going all out here. I'll go first on this one. Miami beat a team with a winning record 
it was the Cowboys who we, as we talked about last week, have had their own struggles against teams with winning records. I hate to have recency bias, but if that Baltimore team that played on Christmas night shows up in this game, they're probably going to win the game by, by three touchdowns. So I just think they're a better team. I think stylistically, they're not a great matchup for the dolphins because of, because of that, because of the defense. Um, I don't think the dolphins will really be able to get going offensively, which is what I think they'll need to do to win this game. I think the Ravens will be able to score on the dolphins. So I know it's going with the chalk. It would make week um, 18 more fun if Miami wins, but I like the Ravens here to, to lock up the number one seed and for Lamar to lock up the MVP all in all in one game. Senior. One thing I, maybe one of you guys can answer this question at the end of that game, um, Kyle Hamilton went down. Is he okay? Has anybody heard a report? Because he's an important player in this game against those speedy Miami receivers. He's that star in the back of that defense. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's okay. He played a great game, but then he got hurt right at the end. He was listed Um, as a, um, he did not practice today. So that tells us nothing. Yeah. But But I mean, uh, so he has, he does have, he does have an injury, but it doesn't, um, they have not given any update on it. So, I mean, I think you can safely say it's probably not like season or anything with that. But no, but this game, I mean, when you're going against the track team, you want that guy back there. That's for sure. He's great. And, but Waddle sprained his ankle too. So that's another thing to watch. It's, it sounds crazy, but I'm going to pick the upset. I know I'm the only one picking it. Um, I just think maybe, you know, this. I know my the, the Miami-Dallas game was a huge game, but the Baltimore-Frisco game got so much hype. And when put on a performance like that, that good a game, I think they could let down a little. All right. And uh seems crazy to let down when you're playing it like, forever. For, playing for your division, playing for the conference number one seed, but maybe a little bit of overconfidence that, yeah, this Miami team isn't that good. We just beat the 49ers. Crazy things happen. Tua has a good game. They outscore them. They beat them. I'm just a gut feeling. Dolphins win. Tua, Tua MVP? No. No, I don't think so. I don't think you can... You can flip it to that bunch. Uh, yeah, I guess it's possible because the MVP changes every week. For that to happen, yeah, Lamar lays a huge egg. Lilo, Lilo saying yes. To, to a, All right. John, to break the tie. See, see, senior seem to have made your pick for you, John, but you could make it officially. Yeah, I've, I've been getting on the Dolphins. Uh, they, they haven't beaten anybody, but uh, yeah, they're, they're finally impressive. And I like the way they did it with the defense. Uh, you got a Siler, uh, Chubb, and uh, Van Van Ginkle—they—they—they're rolling with the the pass rush. Uh, uh, so surprisingly, and and I I think uh, Baltimore played like that that perfect game. They they're gonna come down a little. Uh, uh, looking at the weather, it's gonna be kind of balmy Sunday. Weather's not gonna be too much of an issue, so uh, it's not gonna affect the Dolphins' uh, offense. I'm I'm going with Miami. In a surprise, more of a gut feeling uh, that wow. the Ravens are going to come down a little. I'm on, I'm on Ravens Island here, and, and so Miami's going to surprise me. Get the, uh, 
get the one seed. Yeah. It feels better than than Giants Island that I was on last uh-huh. week. Well, well, they almost did it, John. They almost did it. I was on Dolphins Island last week, and I figured I was doing it again. But John joins me. You surprised me, John. So that 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 would make for a whole lot of fun. Week 18 with uh, Buffalo, Miami, <laughs> and Pittsburgh, yeah. Baltimore, um, have, uh, having lots and lots of meaning. So I, I even though I picked against it, I hope it happens. So, you know, I, I'd, I'd be remiss, like we've gone a long time in this show here without talking about what might be the biggest story in the NFL, which is, geez, the Chiefs aren't very good, huh? What a mess. <laughs> what a we, some of offense. us have been saying the Chiefs have, have, have been a mess for a number of weeks here. <laughs> and we seem to have willed that into existence. Um, this was the DEFCON 3 fire alarm loss, national TV, Christmas Day, the whole world watching, and they couldn't have played worse. To lose a game, I, don't, I mean, this has to be some kind of record. Other than that ridiculous wind game with uh, the Patriots and the Bills a few years ago, but this is a game that where the weather was fine, and the Raiders didn't complete a pass after the first quarter and still won against the Patrick Mahomes-led offense. And John, I could only think of you when Jack Jones did what he did. <laughs> I thought that was, I mean, I mean, you know, you don't want to do that on Christmas, but just a total heel move in the other teams and the other team's stadium to yeah. get that pick six and then hold the ball out for the little Kansas City kid and then pull it back. And then he denied it today. He said, oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> and, and he and he stared Mahomes down on the way in. Uh, I was screaming and, at him. And, and, and slowed down a little. Yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> Good for him. That's our guy. That's our expatriate. Good for him. The, uh... Bringing firearms onto a commercial flight. That's why he's not a <laughs> not a patriot anymore. He fits that old Raider mold, you know? <laughs> but, I mean, they're still alive. They're still alive. Yeah. I mean, crazily, they're still alive for the division. Well, you know, we've seen the Chiefs offense slipping. But to be that bad, to have gotten to, the, to this point, with basically the same group of Talent that they won the Super Bowl with last year. I guess you say you, now you've got Rice instead of Juju. You would think that that's an improvement. Other than that, it's the same group of guys. And not only did their off, was their offense unable to mount any offense, they gave away 14 points. That was you the know, difference in the game. In a seven-second span. They're so desperate that they're trying to trick play from their own eight. And then... And a horrible, horrible throw. I know we're blaming everything but Mahomes, but that that pick six was all on Mahomes. Just an awful throw. Man, they don't score, and they're, and they're giving points to the other team. How could that offense have gotten that bad? And to see how pissed off and frustrated Mahomes looked and Kelsey flinging his helmet around, it's like, wow, how the mighty have fallen. So you got... They're three and five in their last eight. Um, That's all and, and with a good defense. Yeah, and it's one of these years, like we said, like like because of how because of the parity. I guess you can't count them out. But I mean, if I were one of these wild card teams, like that's who I want. Give, give, give me the Chiefs and Arrowhead. Uh, 
even with their great teams, they never had to go on the road in the playoffs. I don't see this team going on going on the road and winning three playoff games. Agreed. I think well, they would have one home game, provided they win the division, right? They would have one home game, yeah. and then okay, that's right. So, yeah. so to win the division, they just need to they, they they need to complete the monumental task of beating either Jake Browning at home or Easton Stick on the road over the last two weeks of the season. Either one gets them the division. So you got to think they'll probably they got it. Yeah. get that done. Um, so Cincy at KC. John, who do you like here? Since he coming off just a god awful performance against the Steelers that we talked about, yeah, um, it, I don't think uh, Browning is going to uh, turn it into Browning uh, Field like uh, the old Burrowhead Stadium, uh, which that didn't work out to, uh, in that in that championship game anyway. But uh, yeah, a, a big red flag with the, the Chiefs though was was after they did manage to cut it to twenty to fourteen. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, O'Connell hadn't completed a pass since since the first since the first quarter, and all, all they needed was a stop. Uh, you you stacked the line, but the Raiders just just rolled right through them, just just handed the ball off, and uh, uh, Zamir White and, and just rolled them. They like took 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 their soul, ran right through them. That that was a red flag too. And then besides the drops with Tony, it, it it's just a lot a lot of stuff with like you know stupid penalties. Uh, you know, full starts and everything. Uh, bring bringing back memories of when uh, the Eagles fans used to complain how you know that Andy Reid was a you know a shitty coach because they you know in the big games they would always uh, be undisciplined with the you know dumb penalties and stuff like that. But you know, it's surprising to see. But but uh, but on the opposite end, uh, maybe you get it out your system and and if you're uh, say the Chiefs like you know okay you struggle to and win one of these games and, and get the division and, and, and they hold serve at home to one of the, uh, the lesser wildcard teams in the second round. If it, if you, if you're my, if, if I'm a Miami fan, I'm still not saying, Ooh, you know, I'm glad to be playing the, the chiefs. Uh, I, I mean, Miami will probably be favored, but still you're going against, you know, Pat, you know, Pat Mahomes, a great, great. And Kelsey two hall of famers. Maybe they, they get it together after uh, all this mess. So I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't bury them just yet, but. It it really looks bad, and uh, but but I think they'll they'll handle it. They'll they'll get us to get get it together and and handle uh, Cincinnati this week. Kind of similar to a, a few years ago, a, a great team had a, had a bad game, and then uh, a great coach said we're on to Cincinnati, and then they handled the the Bengals and got back on track. Uh, so. Yeah, you know, it's also similar to a similar to us to another Patriot season where the team played horrible in the second half of the year. Yeah. And, then, and then and then me and Ryder had to go watch the Brady era end at the hands of Ryan Fitzpatrick in Fox in Foxborough yeah. in the first round. Reed so, was yelling at Kelsey like Bill O'Brien was yelling at Brady. <laughs> yeah, this this Chiefs team has had more than a bad game. I mean, this has been it's been bad. And and it's getting worse. But the thing is, senior, this is a Bengals defense that, oh, as we, as we, as we, as we alluded to earlier, made Rudolph to Pickens the new Montana to Rice last week. So if there was ever a get right spot, it's this week at home. And then if they don't get right in this spot, they got stick. They got the Chargers bad defense the next week. So there's a there's a world here where the Chiefs put two good offensive games together against these bad defenses. And it's almost like a head fake. And then they lose at home in the first round of the playoffs. But I'm going to go with Kansas City in this game, just based on more based on what I saw out of Cincinnati 
in that Pittsburgh game, which was which was brutal. But if 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 Browning seems to be like a pretty trick or treat, like I think a lot of these backups are, if we get hot Browning, and if Chase plays, they could out they could outscore the Chiefs, because I I mean twenty four probably gets it done against against the Chiefs. Now we say a bad Cincinnati defense, but if you look at this streak, this Chiefs offense has made some bad defenses look pretty good. Yeah, they did. Uh, they scored nine against Denver early in the yeah. season. I remember that. I mean, I'm, I'm picking the Bengals. I just think <laughs> the Chiefs, the Chiefs are on a slide that they can't turn back. That it's gone bad. That it's probably real ugly in that locker room. The body language all over the sidelines is just terrible. I think if Cincinnati gets a little jump on them early, they got them. Bengals, Arrowhead, you may hear boo birds out at Arrowhead, which wouldn't shock me. So G- I'll be on G-ha. Bengals Island. I like it. G-ha. I like. G-ha. I like G-ha. it. See, yeah. you got you guys are picking all these games that are going to make Week 18 interesting. When a lot of times it's a throwaway week. I hope you're right. Um, so what would make Week 18 interesting there is Vegas. You know, Vegas only two games back now of Kansas City with two to play. So still alive. They go to Indianapolis. Indianapolis coming off. An, a, another just awful performance. They got throttled by the Falcons. So Indianapolis, again, is a team that, hey, these guys might be decent. Nope. So Taylor Taylor Heineke just lights them up. 29-10. The, uh, the Falcons actually looked good in this game and kind of, you know, looked like they put it together a bit. But I am, you know, I'm going to need to see more than that one week to buy that. So... You have Vegas going to Indianapolis. Vegas, Vegas, smoke and mirrors, maybe, but their their defense has four touchdowns in two weeks. They seem to they seem to be rallying around Pierce, um, Gardner Minshew, not exactly Johnny Unitas back there. I know the game's in Indianapolis, but I like Vegas here. I believe I believe I believe in what in what Pierce is selling. And I, I don't believe in Indianapolis and Pittman, who's by you know by far their best offensive player, may still not may still not play because he had recurrence of his concussion symptoms. So I'm going to go with Vegas. So if my pick here and seniors pick in the Kansas City games happens, then <laughs> we'll have Mahomes versus Stick in a big battle on <laughs> Week 18. Who do you got here, John? I got the Raiders too. Uh... Uh, definitely uh, Antonio P.S. Mojo, although O'Connell seems to be uh, his, terrible. His, his, his play, yeah, <laughs> his play seems to be going down. Uh, you know, it's getting to the point where they don't trust him anymore. It might be one of those uh, th- those Mac Jones throw three pass games, uh, but still, uh, 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 you got to. I, I wonder what the uh, the Domo Davis's uh, dumb kid is going to do uh, as far as a coach. Uh, most likely, he'll probably uh, beg the league to. to Reinstate Gruden. Uh, you know he's in love with him. He, he, he's not. He's gonna. He's probably gonna be too dumb to keep Pierce. Uh, but, but, but I mean, but, the the Raiders have made this mistake before. Remember, yeah, with, um, Versace, with yeah. Rich Basaccia, they played yeah. really well for him, and then and then got rid of him. I think, I think they keep Pierce. It obviously depends how these last two games go. But if they if they continue, I'd love to see it. But uh, uh, I, I I mean I I like. 
sometimes like just know like like um you know being being a, a former player and a fiery guy maybe he's not the best x's and o's guy out there but you have other you have coordinators for that the way the team has responded to him i think is special yeah and the defense they, got their mojo and uh, and that might be a place uh, if they could get a if they could get out of Jimmy G, uh, his money, uh, that might be a place where Russ could uh, recook. Uh, oh yeah, Vegas yeah, Russ. Always, yeah, they like picking up. They've always liked maybe, picking maybe, up. Maybe, maybe, John, maybe maybe Ciara could do a residency over at Caesar's Palace or something. You know, the whole the whole deal, the whole family. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Who do you got here, senior? Oh man, I don't want to put the jinx on him. You know, India had been going well, too, up to last week. And they they were talking about how they were coming on strong. And I, I never really believed in them, though. So the way I look at this game, it's kind of a toss of a coin, right? So you could say home field. You went on a flip a coin game. I'm going to judge the flip a coin game on. I'm going to pick the team that's got by far the best player on the field on it. I'm going with Max Crosby and the Raiders. That guy is so freaking good. And he's got that defense cooking with him. He's Mr. High Energy. You say they're responding to Pierce. I'm sure he's the leader. He's got the motor that never stops running, and maybe the team's picking up on it. So, yeah, that raid is. Mad Max, I like it. I like it. I hope they win. I love that guy. (laughs) It'll make make things very interesting. So Thursday night football, we have um, an improbable reunion with Joe Flacco, playing against against the Jets. So it'll be Flacco versus Simeon. And the the Browns quite impressive that they're ten and five given given what they've had to deal with at quarterback this year. Um Flacco seems to seems to be the answer for now. Um and we know Flacco can get hot and is hot. And senior, I know you saw you know, you saw him cook with Amari Cooper in this. Oh my God! Did in, he this, ever? in this Cleveland Houston game, but I just wanted to talk. Like I, I think we probably all three of us are going to pick the Browns in this game. If, if if anyone disagrees, please let me know. But I think it's a pretty obvious pick. But I wanted to talk about could 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 we be reliving that ridiculous Flacco run? Where I don't think anyone's talking about the Browns coming out of the AFC, but they're playing as good as anybody, and we know that he is capable of of a heater. Do you think he can continue this heater, John, to where you know they go on a miracle run? Uh, maybe one playoff win, but uh, uh, that that's a lot. That's a lot to ask. And even in this game, I wouldn't be. I mean, I'll pick. I'm going with the Browns, of course, but. Uh, I won't be surprised the Jets keep it close. Uh, they get some pressure. You know, Flacco's still uh, as immobile as they come. So I would I would be worried about the that Jets pass rush uh, uh, creating a couple turnovers and and allowing them to pull the upset. But uh, I'd I'd be shocked uh, if if they win more than one playoff game. Uh, All right. But the the I think this game will be pretty low scoring too. The Jets pass defense is no joke, and um, but fortunately the Browns defense should. If the Jets get to seven, I think they, that's probably considered a win for them. Could be a long day for Simeon. Yeah, and it was good to see. And, uh, we saw Aaron Rodgers in the media again, kind of taking another shot at the organization. It's 
I, I guess you, you you know buy the ticket, take the ride kind of deal. But he better be real good for them <laughs> next year to make to make all the BS that comes along with having him worth it. He really is a jerk. Great great <laughs> talent, but a real idiot. <laughs> I, yeah, I gotta like the Browns in this game, and I I think it's no matter what how this if how it ends up with the Browns. Right now, it's a great story. I mean, I know they. They have their record mainly because of their defense. But Flacco's been their best quarterback. I mean, he's been way better than Deshaun was. I mean, it's a, it's a nice story. You, you know, guy, it shows you, you know, how important is training camp and all these things and learning an offense and everything. This guy gets off the couch, and he's been way better than anything they had. He's played great. Just sling it, Joe. Just hits. get out there and sling it. Yeah, he throws some picks here and there. But, boy, is he producing offense yardage like they haven't seen all year right i mean i mean you could pretty much pencil in at least 300 yards passing every game he had the, the great game with cooper he's making and joku look like the best tight end in the league blacko's playing great and it's fun to watch i'm happy for him me too senior well said you know who else i'm happy for over in the old nfc south We've got a clear, a clear, a clear top dog at this point. I would say, right? They can cement it with a win this week. But Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers—if the season ended today—that is, that is a really tough game for the Cowboys going into the into into Tampa for sure. in the in the wild card round with the way they're playing. So Tampa went plays plays Jacksonville who you know, considered a decent team and just stomps them, stomps them. So they are hot. Baker's playing fantastic. Big win. You know, you know, we're fans of Baker on the podcast here. So we're really happy for him. Um, may not win that MVP, but I think he's going to finish in the top six or seven, which, which, is, which we'll take. Um, New Orleans coming to town. New Orleans coming off. Little bit again of a, a weird game, but I, I would call it an ugly loss to the Rams, where the Rams kind of jumped out to a big lead and then Carr put up some cosmetic stats trying to bring them back in a comeback that ultimately fell short. So you have two teams moving in different directions. It is in New Orleans. They are tough to play there, but I don't think no, I don't I don't think they Tampa. stop. It's in Tampa. Is it in Tampa? Yes, it's outrageous. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I, listeners. I big apologize. difference. Yeah, big difference. Makes the game an easy pick, even easier pick. I was going tamper on the road, which means you know I'm going tamper at home. Baker, baby, Tampa by double digits. Senior. Well, I got to give you props on that one, Rod. You you were you were high on Baker right out of the shoot this year early, and I kind of laughed at you a little bit, but yeah, he's been great. Got to yeah, you know the proof's in the pudding. Guy's been great. He's playing super. I'm happy for him. They're a formidable team. And no, that wouldn't be a nice place for the Cowboys to go for their first playoff game. That's for sure. Or their second playoff game, either way. Cowboys going into Tampa. I, right now, I think I'd be on the I'd be on the Bucks. And yeah, I think they roll over the Saints at home, especially. All right, John. Yeah, the three-man mush in effect uh, with Tampa. <laughs> well, don't you, mush Baker, John. Jeez, you look at the Saints. It's like, the, 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 how did they even get to seven wins? Uh, it, but then you, their, their schedule's been uh, very friendly. Uh, their, their one they quality win is uh, 
is Indianapolis. Uh, but but they they've handled their business for you know the Carolinas, the Tennessees, and and uh, the Patriots, et cetera. But uh, ooh, that that that's a rough team. Uh, to but but seven but here they are seven wins and uh, maybe they they play their best they save their best game of the year for, for this and they could still they still have a shot to pull out the division but I'm I'm, I'm going with Baker uh, and as far as uh, you know looking ahead to that to that possible first round with Dallas I, I just wish the if the uh, I just wish that Tampa would have a better, a better power running game uh, I'd feel a little confident that they could take that but. Uh, they they still rely too much on Baker. I don't I don't see much of you know Baker and Evans. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean they're playing really well. I mean they they are playing really well. New Orleans. So I mean they have to be kicking themselves. I know that there's a lot of bad quarterbacks in the league, but Carr is bad. Yeah. He is just. He, I mean for what they're paying him, like you can get. Like is he better than Minshew? I don't think so. I think you know similar, right? And. Yeah. But, but all the all the teams that made the changes, uh, I, I mean, Carl was a bust. Uh, J- Jimmy G was a bust. Uh, so uh, that that's another reason. That that's another thing. You know, your boy Baker's really, really looking good. That 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 Tampa's the one that made the move. It was, but but it was all a crapshoot. It all it all comes down to to coaching. Uh, you know, we 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 praised the the Flacco, but you got to mention the coach. Uh, you know, getting to ten wins uh, with you know using four quarterbacks. It's uh, yeah. Well, that, I mean, there's also the, something to be uh, said for Tampa didn't just give Baker the job. He had to. It was an open competition. He had to beat. I mean, I know it's just Kyle Trask, but he did have to win the job in in, in uh, training camp, and he did. And by by all account, I mean it's a real nice story. Um, yep. The fact that him and McVeigh are close. So McVeigh, in a in a lost season last year, gave Baker that opportunity. Baker led that 99-yard drive on national TV. That probably got him the <laughs> got him the contract in Tampa. And then, by all accounts, that I mean, these guys will run through a wall for him, right? Like he's a great teammate. Everybody, you know, so and 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 it's and it's working out. So. You know, in a in a league where you have a lot of stories like the Russell Wilson story, where you call it the ugly side, John, this is one to be celebrated. Yep. All right, guys. So, and then we we did talk real quickly about the AFC South coming to, <laughs> coming down to the wire with the Jags and the and the Texans. Um, the Texans got killed by the Browns. You can probably throw it out a little bit without CJ Stroud. Hopefully he's back this week. Jacksonville doesn't look good. They have Carolina at home. Houston has Tennessee at home. Either of you guys see the road teams winning these games as bad as as bad as I think Jacksonville and Houston maybe are. I I think Tennessee well, I think- and Carolina are worse. Well, I agree, but I, I honestly give them both a chance. I definitely give Carolina a chance because uh, it looks like Lawrence, that, that shoulder is a bad thing for him. He may not even play. They say he's trying to talk his way into playing, and all the advice being given to him is that he shouldn't go out there. Carolina's been playing teams tough lately. They've lost, but they played, right? What was it? They lost by three points this week. To the Jets. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, that no, was the Commanders. Packers. That was the Commanders. The Packers. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, the Packers. Yeah, I mean, they're starting to put up some offense. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Jacksonville's defense, which was playing really well, 
seems to be slipping as the season goes on. I would that wouldn't shock me. I'm not saying it's my upset special, but that, I I don't consider that an automatic win. No, I agree. I agree. It's like I mean, they should win, but either one of those teams, right? I guess Houston. I think the Titans. I think I think the Titans. Uh, Rabel still has a team fighting, and uh, it looks like Beth Bethard's going to play. I mean, uh, not Bethard. Uh, Keenan Keenan uh, Mills is going to play. Yeah. Oh, so the for the Titans, no, for the Texans, Levis no, for the is going to. Oh, it's um, it's up in the air. Stroud might play. If Stroud doesn't play, I think the Tennessee will beat him. Yeah, I th- yeah, I like the Titans uh, re- regardless. Uh, and and uh, and and as you guys said, uh, Br- Bryce Young's been playing a little better for for Carolina. So I, I'm I'm not going to pick them. Uh, I I think the Jaguars will break their streak, but it, it'll, it'll probably be a, t- a tough game. Uh, and. Uh, Jacksonville, it's it's like Lawrence's uh his durability is kind of working against him. Where he he doesn't miss a game, but maybe it would have been good good for him to to sit out one of those games because he yeah. you know he's really banged up. So and for the sake of the playoffs, kind of yeah. Like for the sake of the playoffs, I hope Houston wins the division. So be so like if you have a healthy Stroud in the playoffs, yeah, I think that's exciting. You know, I mean, at least he's fun to watch. I think neither one of these teams is going anywhere, in my opinion, even in this crazy year. <laughs> but uh, good stuff. All right. What else do we have here, guys? We we never picked the uh, the Pittsburgh Seattle game. I'll, I'll make my pick, Seattle. That <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, that John. That's almost like an uh, that that's an in, uh, a cross conference elimination game, uh, pretty much. It is big time. That's not uh, even pretty much. Loser go home. Winner, yeah. you still got a shot. Uh, uh, Seattle was, was very fortunate just to get by, uh, just to get by to Tennessee. Uh, uh, really, uh, and the, and the, the last two games, the Eagles games, uh, two, two two kind of uh, miraculous wins by by Seattle uh, to to stay in it. So I, I think they'll they'll have a little better time with uh, Rudolph, and uh, they they're gonna take the Steelers. Uh, I've seen you. I I want to go for the Steelers uh, against you guys, but uh, uh, I I think it's a tough spot to win in Seattle. Uh, I kind of I kind of count on you to cancel out the mush, John. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, but it's I mean Seattle at home. You you gotta like Seattle at home. I mean, Rudolph, unless something's really changed. Like, that was an aberration. I know I talked, like, gave him some credit at the beginning of the at the beginning of the show here. But, I mean, it's not like that's the first time we've seen Rudolph play. And he was putrid before. You know how bad, like, for, for them to continue to trot out Trubisky for that long? I mean, he, he's got to come back down to earth. You think he's going to deal with the 12th man and all that? Like, the Seattle, the Pittsburgh defense will have to put up points, I think, to win this game, which is definitely possible. Um, but I do like Seattle. See, the thing with Rudolph, he's the kind of, there's two kinds of terrible. There's the, there's the guys that, that turn the ball over every other play. He's, he's just the kind that, you know, he's going to check it down. Uh, he'll, he'll at least uh, keep him in the game. You know he doesn't he doesn't turn it over. That's you know, he, true. He'll check it. He won't throw the ball. You know, past a few yards, uh, other than a couple miraculous plays to to Pickens. Uh, but I think he used them up uh, last week. But then you got a guy like Mitch, who checks yeah. it down and turns it over. Oh my god! Right? 
it's kind of like the worst of both worlds. Doesn't throw downfield, but also is it? (laughs) If he's not running, uh, nothing, nothing good's going to happen unless he's running. (laughs) Yeah. So that's that. Thank you senior for pointing out. We hadn't made that pick yet. And then real quick, we, I want to talk about the Eagles because they're flying under the radar a little bit because of how, how bad the Chiefs have looked um, and with what happened in the Niners. But this was not a good performance by Philly. I mean, to this is at home against a decimated Giants team who switched quarterbacks at halftime. And, I mean, Tyrod Taylor carved them up <laughs> in the second half. To the point the Giants had the ball at the 25-yard line with a chance to tie the game at the end. Um, things are not good with that Philadelphia defense and they get, you know, they get another, I believe another, yeah, they get another easy game this week. Arizona obviously probably isn't going to go in there and win, but I just want to be on record as saying, I think they're total pretenders, Kansas city, NFC and whatever, like, like I hope it's the Rams because I think the Rams would definitely, definitely go in there and win <laughs> in round one. But more than likely, it will be, you know, you're more than likely going to have the Rams in the six hole, right? So it's going to be one of the Seahawks, Vikings, Falcons, Packers, or Saints. And I think any one of those, unfortunately, probably is a Philly victory. But they don't impress me at all. What do you think, Senior? You think this is just a rough patch for them, or are they broken? Like um, the Chiefs, uh, things aren't looking good. You know, it's you know, it's hard to go to back-to-back Super Bowls, right? And we're probably going to see neither team do it. They they both they're both going to be in the playoffs, but neither one of them is going to the Super Bowl. I agree. And and when you talked about the Rams, Raj, it's highly likely that Matt Stafford goes into Detroit, and that and that would be a great storyline. Yeah, the way the the way the Rams are playing, I think that's a that's a really tough would game for Detroit. Rams, but and it makes it a real cool story that Stafford gets to go back there. Yeah, if they can just come out of the next two weeks healthy, like you have to give you have to give McVay a ton of credit because yeah. everybody, including uh, including me, you know, thought this was a two or three win team, and they're not. I mean, they're one of the best offenses in the NFL. When he's when he's healthy, and it also shows you what a quarterback means, huh? They certainly, yeah. I mean, with him not healthy, they were bad. And if that ends up being the matchup, if he is healthy, that is a nice pass defense for him to get to go against in such a in such a in such a big game. And then on on the turf, like the it's almost like like if like that favors like it's a real nice matchup for the Rams. So that would be that that would be quite interesting if it if it were to uh, take place. We have the Rams this week. Go <laughs> the Rams going to New York to play the Giants. Um, the Giants showed a lot of fight, John. You gotta be you gotta be happy as a fan with the way they played that game against Philly. Yeah, well, that's a loser's mentality when you say, "Oh, at least we didn't get blown out." But uh, that that's the state of the team right now. But I I, I still say Philly's uh, dangerous. They're not not on defense, definitely not. But their their offense is still dangerous. The 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 thing that's killing them is the turnovers. If if they uh if if they could cut down their turnovers, then they they could still go in the in the playoffs, so, especially you know, if San Francisco plays like they did 
versus that Ravens, uh, Philly to me is still dangerous. Yeah. Maybe they get back to running the ball more. You know, that last year they were really a run-first yeah. offense, and they've really gotten away from it, and it's not worked out well for them. And uh, it wasn't, you know, we we weren't happy with the Giants' loss, but the, I was on the couch with the Cowboys and we Cowboy, and we were pulling hard for the G-men when they said, when they started the second half strong. I said, never quit on those G-men. They played with spirit, and Dayball announced that. Uh, Tyrod start, uh, Tyrod starting this week. I think you're a better team. With the Devito story was a nice thing. Did you see? Uh, did you happen to see what Mad Dog's mad about today? Oh, that was I did not. One of them was Devito. Yeah. <laughs> he was oh, mad that they benched him. No, no, he was, no, mad, no. He he was bad about the overhyped like forum. Yeah, uh, that guy's a third string. <laughs> he hires a marketing person. A marketing person. <laughs> It's real. I mean, I said it. A I said it a couple of weeks ago. It was pretty reminiscent of the Lynch, of the Lynch sanity thing. Yeah, the fifteen minutes are up. He said he's still living in a dream world. After the game, he said the benching of him was a business decision. No, it wasn't. He stunk. <laughs> nah, Donkey could deliver it a lot better than I can. It, it was hilarious. <laughs> you picking any? Anyone picking the G men in this game? Nah. Uh, I, got, with, I got the Rams. And with the Rams, Rams are really it, it, playing good. It, it it just shows uh you know you know they gave up all their their draft picks to uh to go all all in for the Super Bowl which worked out for them. But uh, it's only in only a couple short years uh they're right back because it it shows that even if you don't have uh, too many picks or if you don't have too many high picks you you can, you can still draft great players and the 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 two guys who were drafted in the 5th round uh, uh, Puka and uh, and uh, Kyron Williams yeah. are both are both 5th round picks you, you know you know once again I'm I'm anti I'm like you guys I'm anti uh, tank you know I want my team to win every game because if if you if you if you're if you're a you know if you have a good GM who could spot the talent? You could get good players no matter where you pick. You don't have to freaking. Uh, and vice you know, and use. the other side of that coin is it's real easy to screw up at the top. Yeah. yeah. Good organization, and, John, and something uh, something also to be said about having a really good head coach. Yeah, that's uh, he's a, he, he's a difference McVeigh, maker. You know? yeah. yeah, and I mean, I think the only time I I like think the tanking. I don't want to say tank, but where. If there's like that transcendent guy who's first overall, so I guess the last time, and it hasn't quite turned out this way, but was Lawrence. Yeah. And I think if I remember right, didn't the Jets win a game the last week yeah. of the season with Frank 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 Gore? If I remember right, and they ended out with Zach Wilson instead of Lawrence. Like that's that's tough. So if it's like Lawrence or Luck, I guess you really want that first pick, but. Outside of that, yeah. like this year, who knows? Who knows which one of these guys? I mean, Jaden Daniels had the best year in college, right? Obviously, but he's probably going to be the four, third or fourth quarter quarterback off the board. Yeah, but you go, you want to go back on that though, Raj? The whole Zach Wilson thing. But at the time of the draft, and then all of a sudden, everything started to shift, and the the, the stupid Jets management bought into it. It was Lawrence, and then it was clearly Justin Fields, and somehow. Wilson's light started to shine after, and the Jets believed in it. If they would have been drafted Justin Fields, it'd be a big difference. Yeah, it would. If <laughs> they would not, feel that's not much of a step down. No, that's from not Lawrence, a. Uh, that's if it not is a, a step a down from Lawrence, 
Yeah. Instead, it was a total, it total whiff. Yeah, oh, I don't good. know. I mean, with their with their offensive line, uh, whether it's Lawrence Fields or whoever, it's uh, oh, that's, you're not going to be look too great. Yeah, but he'll, he'll still be better than Zach Wilson. Right. You could put the Zach Wilson behind the uh, Cowboys offensive line from the Emmett Smith days, and still no good. Yeah, we're gonna see when he gets picked <laughs> up on his next team. Uh, there might be some improvement. You never know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think he's got a real shot at the USFL MVP. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't Are know. I, I, I honestly don't. I don't know if he'll be in the NFL. I'm not. I'm. I'm only half kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So, well, we can go down the list here. Patriots at Bills. Patriots coming off a win. The Bills. Just almost lost to a team that I would say is worse than the Patriots. Any way we get this done, senior, would be a great story. Uh, you know, with the Bills coming off a bad performance and remembering what the Pats did to them earlier this year, we're going to Buffalo. It means a lot to the Bills. I love my Pats, but I don't see it. No, I think the Bills win. I agree. John, yeah, the Bills, yeah, the Bills. Yeah. I, I think a lot of that was just uh, yeah, the Chargers got the rejuvenated because they got rid of the, they got rid of the idiot, uh, you know, Mr. Fourth Down. They were rallying around. What was his name? <laughs> yeah. Giff? Giff? Yeah. 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 The, the, the Bills were just flat. Uh, you know, they were just flat in that game. Yeah. And you would think they won't come out flat against the Pats. No, not after what we did to them. You know, they lost yeah. to us. They don't forget that. All right, and I think so. That, that that's it. That's it, guys. I think we covered it. Weird week this week. We have a Thursday game, a Saturday game, uh, ten games at one o'clock on Sunday, which is a lot, and which is challenging to watch all at the same time. Three fours, and then a Sunday night game. No Monday night game this week. So we are here on the North South Connection Podcast Network, where there's a bunch of other good content that I would strongly suggest. Listening to, I do one other show. It's called Talking Docs with Logan and Jenny. We're going to be recording a new episode Friday this week. Uh, we're continuing our walk down animal documentaries. So this will be another animal documentary. I know you're on the edge of your seat for that one, sports fans. But if you like the cowboy, that's the only other place you can hear me. <laughs> uh, John, Senior, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, just I, happy uh, New Year. Just happy New Year. Thank could you, I do if if I uh, put together a little doc on Lilo, would you guys put it on your show? <laughs> yes, even if that was even if I couldn't talk the rest of the group into doing it senior, we you and I could do a special edition of talking docs. So <laughs> for Lilo, John was uh we brought Eth- I brought Ethel to Christmas Day, and there 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 was some Lilo Lilo went a little went a little wild when we came in and then. Poor Lilo, poor Lilo had to stay downstairs, and she was crying. And Senior felt bad about it, so Senior let her back up, and she went wild again. And it was, it was a whole big to do. I know. I'm certain it was a stressful day for Lilo. So it was really nice to see her just lounging in her normal spot, Senior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she gets a little high strung in those situations, to say the least. But yeah, she's good. She's all, all good. There's, there's an excellent uh, movie for you, dog lovers. That what? Marky Wahlberg, uh, so uh, excellent preview. Did you see it? I think, I think it's called King Arthur. No, I didn't see the movie. I don't think it's out yet. I, I saw the preview. The pre- oh my god, it's a, yeah. I almost, like, I, I started crying during the yeah, preview. Yeah, it's, oh, if you're a dog like lover, it's a must watch. 
Yeah, I know. The problem, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know this story, so this isn't a spoiler, but I do have one kind of issue with all these dog movies, which is how they end, which which I really struggle with. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to see if that's the case for this one, because if it is, I won't be able to do it. Uh, I'm still recovering from Marley and me 15 years later, however long that long <laughs> was. All right, so Happy New Year to our listeners from this year, this week in the NFL crew. We'll be back next week to preview week 18. And then before you know it, it's playoff time. So it's been a great 2023 overall, whether whether we're talking football or life. I got to spend a lot of time with both John and Senior, which makes for a great year. So here's to 2024, baby, from this week in the NFL. Gino, Gino. <laughs> All right. Gino, 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 Gino.